Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thanks for joining our program here this morning on May 18th, uh, 2020. Hard to believe. It would have been the 100th birthday of uh, St. John Paul II, and as I just mentioned, it was uh, the uh, commemoration, the ordination of uh, Father Tilka, who was ordained on this date in 1996. Um, so let's make, switch gears here a little bit, and uh, hopefully we have on the phone with us our next two guests, and they are Kathy Stauber and Mary Lou Kelly. Uh, how are you going? Are you guys with us? Yes, we are. Hey, went two for two, huh? Wow, that's great. Uh, thanks so much for taking some time this morning. We were reading about this um, this this uh, new development, that, the new program that you had created about the, the call to prayer. Tell us a little bit about, about how this got started. Well, the idea came from the Archdiocese Task Force, Radical Hospitality in the ah. Time of COVID-19. Uh, two members of that task force were Sally Blunt, who is the former dean of the Kellogg School sure. of Business, and uh, she's also the new CEO of Catholic Charity. I know that name, right. <laughs> yes. And Father Wayne Watts, uh, who is our pastor at St. Joseph Francis Xavier Parish out in Wilmette. Uh, they took the lead in developing the prayer line, and uh, Father Wayne knew Nancy Lou and I through uh, Ministry of Care at our parish okay. and asked us to help recruit and train the volunteers or prayer partners. How's it going? Really well. We uh, actually uh, recruited uh, over uh, 200 volunteers. Really? Uh, literally in uh, a very quick time. We start, started meeting April 1st. And we uh, sent out emails to uh, a whole bunch of folks that we had on our mailing list. We ended up uh, training about 130 volunteers uh, who literally in in two weeks we went from a gem of an idea to uh, an operational phone line, an email line, uh, just because of these really the devotion of all these really great volunteers. And I would is does the coronavirus COVID-19 stuff play into this? Or do you think people are more in need of this right now because of what we're going through? Absolutely. Okay. They're at home and very uh, isolated yeah. and uh, everything kinds of it, it cycles up and they really need somebody to talk to them. and the fact that they can't go to mass and pray uh, I think feeds into that, especially with a, a Catholic background. But you had been talking about this before this whole the, the whole COVID coronavirus uh, started. It sounds like to me like you had this sort of this was kind of on the drawing board or not. Oh, oh no, this was not on the drawing board before oh, this okay. happened. Okay. This idea was the gem of an idea after this. I'm just going to jump in here. Sure. Give Kathy a little bit of breather. This is Nancy Lou speaking. And uh, no, Father Wayne called us after this whole uh, thing had started, and it really at the very beginning, and he said, hey, we have an idea. Would you like to help us? And of course, Kathy and I said, oh, yes, we would. <laughs> and uh, that's really how it all started. And, and Kathy was right. That gem of an idea started, and within two weeks, we had the whole program up and running. And and how does it how do how does it work? So uh, we should tell folks if, if there's a phone number or how, how do they get how do they access the the prayer line? Well, there's a phone number. Yeah, there's I was going to say could number you, or could you an email. It? Okay, could, could you give the the number then? Sure, it's three one two seven four one three three eight eight. There you go. Or, so, you, or you could email us at pray for me one word at call 
And what if somebody has, uh, there's a lot of non-English speakers in, in town. Do, can you accommodate somebody to speak Spanish or Polish or, or other, other, other languages? Absolutely. We have uh, 50 English speakers, 50 wow. Spanish speakers, and 22 Polish speakers. So You, you guys are uh, ready for everything. That's, yeah. And, that's impressive. And, act, and the, the phone lines are so designed that you go right to the person you request to speak to. So t- tell us a little bit about, is, is there, a, can you generalize the type of call that you get? Um, do people just want to talk or they want to p- pray out loud? And, and how, how does it work? Or is it every call just radically different? Well, each call is different, but most of the calls, people want to be heard. They want to be listened to, and that's what our ministers are really, really good at. They listen, and they assess um, what it is that the person needs, and we have a lot of resources that we can refer them to if if need be, but basically we have um, very good listening skills, and then we, we go into prayer with them. Okay. We're, we're trained that way. We, we put them through a training before they begin, and uh, we feel very confident and capable in what it is that we do. And people call because they're down and out. They're down and out with this uh, mm-hmm. coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And, and mostly they, they call because not only are they ill, but they have family members that are ill. Or they've, you know, they don't have enough money to pay their rent or they... You know, they have a, a spouse that's in the hospital or a, a loved one, and they can't go see them. It, it, it times are rough for people. Yeah. How many calls are have? Are you logging that kind of information in terms of how many calls you've taken, or is it? Absolutely, okay. we have uh, taken over um, two hundred. Let's see, two hundred and thirty calls, I believe, as of yesterday. So, um, and they range, and we get them in peaks and valleys. When we have a, a news report, we can get 25 calls in uh, five minutes. And really? Then, yeah, really. Interesting. Uh, I think when the word's out there, we get the call. So, uh, and it's, it's and, and there is this wide range of calls, of course. But I think what makes us feel that that's great is that the positive reinforcement that we hear from the callers, that, wow, yep. I feel more relaxed. Sure. I feel Honor, you know. I would think too your volunteers and I think did you say you had over 200 volunteers well you you saw 200 volunteers I think you got 180 or something like that and so we, I, I yeah. would think those people have to be very uh, satisfied with what they're 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 able to do too it's kind of a prayer counseling sort of session yes I think that they just some I mean they say it's such a privilege to be part of this ministry uh, they feel the grace of uh, being witness to the power of prayer, because in just 15 minutes you can see someone change, and that makes them feel so good about it. Sure, uh, they feel blessed to be able to share callers' concerns and support and pray with them. Uh, do you do you um, in terms of the the people who are calling? Are there any um, uh, patterns there? You offer this in in Spanish and in Polish. Are are, are they? Uh, is it proportional in terms of the numbers of people who call in about, you know, would it be a third English, third Spanish, third Polish, or is it, is it run the gamut? Um, right, right now we're very heavy on English, English and okay. less, I think. And the, the calls that come in on the Spanish line that I have seen look like they are really in term need material needs, okay. rent. And, and um, those are, they're basically those, they still have this 
underlying need to pray with someone mm-hmm. uh, to hear their concerns. Yeah. And and how are you getting the word out about this? It's kind of hard right now. I mean, the churches aren't, you know, bulletins are tight. And you know, how, how are you doing that? That's one of the reasons we wanted to talk about this. Uh, it's been up and down. Yeah. <laughs> As you say, when we do a call, a call like this, we'll probably get some calls from I hope it. so. Uh, but uh, it has been basically through the parish uh, e-blasts that are going on. Okay. And um, through uh, social media a bit, okay. but not not that much. You know, okay. it's just it's, it's just start, really starting to take off now. Okay, and the number again, as we should probably say it a couple times, is uh, if you are in need of of some prayer and want to talk uh, to somebody, the number that you can call and volunteers are available is three one two seven four one. Three three eight eight. That's three one two seven four one three three eight eight. And you can also email, which is interesting. Uh, prayer by email, and I I think the email address is pray with me. At, no, pray, pray for me. Pray for me. Okay, I'm glad. Right. Okay, pray for me at called to prayer dot org. It's called C A L L E D two T O P R A Y E R dot org. So you can do email as well. And so, do you have um? Does that lead to a, a verbal conversation, or is it just an email back and forth? Well, it depends. Uh, yeah. Some of them request a, a callback, and we do that. And uh, others ask us to pray for intentions, and then we email them back and say that we have prayed for their intentions. So uh, there is an ongoing, even with the email, an ongoing dialogue going on. Are you still searching for volunteers as well? Do you need more volunteers? Sure. Um, if you are interested again you can just contact us through pray for me at call to org and indicate that you would like to be a volunteer tell us about your background give us your full name email address and cell phone number and then we'll get back to you and let you know when we're going to have the next training this is this is a a, a fantastic idea I, I can't remember how we found out about this um a communications director found out about it and uh i i i, I thought initially that that's a great idea and my then my next concern was how are going to people find out about that in order to do it in this kind of crazy time we're in so uh, i'm i think that uh there's a lot of good coming out of this it's interesting it's it's good coming out of it from uh, I'm sure the people who are calling and need somebody to talk to, but like I said before, I'm sure the volunteers also get a great deal of satisfaction too. They certainly they do. The volunteers get a terrific amount of satisfaction, and I want to say that when we asked the volunteers, they were almost to the point of tears when we asked them because a awful lot of the volunteers are of the vulnerable generation that really needs to stay at home. You know, they're the ones that have to shelter in place because of the age category. Right. And it's like, you mean there's something that I can do to help? I don't even need to ask my husband. We will both sign up to be on this. That's true. It's like we took their breath away. And they are our best volunteers, and they wanted to be captains of the teams. And, you know, it's like, what can I do? Just, and let me tell you, it's quite a commitment. It's uh, two to four um, days a week, or two to three days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on they're on duty four mm-hmm. hours at a time, and um, they you know need you know to shore up to their responsibilities, and they're in charge of a team, and you know they have to do their Zoom calls and their extra <laughs> trainings and all of that, and it, they are so willing. It is so heart 
pleasing to Kathy and I to see their cooperation and their joy in helping in this thing. They're absolutely wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, and and I would, you know, I I would hope that perhaps maybe some of the other dioceses would take on this as well. This is something that I think is needed, and it's it's not (laughs) difficult to do, but I think there's a a strong number of people out there who, who would who would help and volunteer and and help as they can. I think you've you've hit a good uh, uh, a good service here, for lack of a better term. Kathy, uh, Nancy, Lou, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Um, best wishes for the success, the continued success of the A Call to Prayer program. And one more time, let's give that number. It's three one two seven four one three three eight eight. And you can also email pray for me at called to prayer.org. Thanks so much. Thank well, you for thank you us. for having us. Thank you. Thanks so much. Okay, everybody, uh, don't go away. We're going to take a quick break here. Uh, we're going to make a bit of a transition here. When we come back, we'll be talking to um, Glenn Van Cura. He is the director of Catholic Charities in the Diocese of Joliet, and he's going to tell us about another program that's reaching out to help those in need. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois. Don't go away. We'll be right back. <laughs> 